Okay, so, sir, I see what you've grabbed. Yes. Um, good luck. <laughs> I throw to you. Give us the cold open. Danke. Uh, this is the Weizen, Doppelbach, Fruchtig, and Stark, Brauhaus, Riegel, Osberg, Augustus. So far, so good. Thank you. Um, the cold read goes as follows. The Augustus. The Emperor of the Weizenbox. Augustus achieves boldness and character through its own unique yeast strain. Combined with Pilsner malt, wheat malt, and Munich malt, then brewed using Regal's two-mash brewing process. The result? A gold medal-winning, robust yet smooth wheat beer that has established an international following. There you go. Couldn't have done it better myself. Well, thank you. We're at an 8%, which is pretty strong for a German beer. I literally couldn't have done that better. Thank you. I would have butchered that. So, without further ado... Let's just crack these bitches open and have ourselves a gay old time. This is the One Baron Podcast. Mm. Clean. it and drink it mm-hmm. I'm gonna get drunk it's <laughs> <clears throat> my plan okay that's Let's right kids this is the one beer in podcast the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and then we'll see where that one brew takes us my name is Marco Dupa with me as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? This is episode 252. Mm-hmm. Palindrome. Are... Huh? Palindrome. I don't know what that means. It's like when both sides of the thing make sense backwards and forwards. Is that what that... Is that what... I didn't... Know... Of course there's a word for it. There's a word for everything. I just right. never knew that word. Yeah. Palindrome. Fun fact. The more you know. Mm-hmm. It'd be more fun if palindrome was a palindrome. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Make that even sexier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh well. We are rocking and rolling Ugh. into the free world. Feeling good. Feeling great. How, How are, are you? you? I'm all right, man. Are you sure? <laughs> I just got to get comfortable. You're a lot of groaning going on. Feather in it, brother. Rest in peace. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We still don't know. The Fed Smoker. If you're a, if you're a fan of another podcast, what's the name? <laughs> they need no help. Yeah, they're doing they're doing all right. Um, one of their one of their cast of characters, he might have died, which is a really strange when you when you know you involve yourself in the underbelly of the internet. Yeah, and then somebody who you've been like making fun of or memeing a bunch. And then they die, and you're like, Oof, "Well, what do we do? What now? <laughs> yeah, like, what kind of energy do you bring to what you say about that person, and yeah. how you, you know, what I'm saying? It's a weird space. Yeah, mm. I don't know. 
Glad we don't have that exactly. problem. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's for others to worry about. Mm-hmm. We keep it clean here on the One Beer and Podcast. So where did you um where did you pick this up? I got this over at Cavallari's. Uh, if you're a Novito native, you may know it. They have lots of great meats and specialty products. Um, but yeah, I, I I knew that they had some pretty unique beers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, their selection's kind of I don't know. It's not as big as it used to be. Yeah. Um, but That's what she said, no, unfortunately. Right. Well, uh, beer's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I found they have an entire German section that was pretty robust. So oh, this is German. It is German. Oh, I, I, I didn't realize. You couldn't tell? No, no. I thought your pronunciation was so good. I thought you were speaking English and it was just words I'd never heard before. Wow. So. I, I really hope this is German now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine it being anything. Me else. neither. Okay, yeah, it's a German craft. It's a, yeah. a German craft brewery of the year, twenty fifteen. Yeah, and it won it won like twenty German National Hour awards mm-hmm. for beer or yeah. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I just found it in the whole bunch of German beers, and I was like, mm, an imperial wheat. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. So here we are. So if you're local, uh, you can find yourself at a Cavallari's. I don't know how. I mean, what's their I th- how far-reaching? Are I don't they? know. I I only know of the one in Oviedo. I don't but, know that much about the company. Yeah, I only know the one in Oviedo. They have really good meat, though. If you if you're looking for like a essentially like a butcher shop, they got you covered. Yeah, because unfortunately around here they closed all the luckies. Yeah. So that's done. No more. Sorry, kids. Good bacon. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Bacon. One of the hipster stores, it met its match or mm-hmm. met its maker, uh, and you know that's that sucks. But I don't know. It's kind of to be. I don't. I wouldn't say to be expected, but how many specialty stores are supposed to survive yeah. in one area? You know yeah, what I mean, we had a ton. I mean, we've got a Whole Foods, we've got Aldi, yeah, we've got. Um, uh, we don't have Trader Joe's, but we do. No, we do have Trader Joe's. Have Trader yeah, Joe's, dude, yeah. we have every. And, and then on top of that, Publix. our supermarket is not some piece of shit. It's yeah, Publix, right. dude. I think that's the bigger issue here. Is that Publix? You, I don't know. People just go to Publix. Yeah. And on top of that, we got One Dixie. We got Walmart. Yeah, it's 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 too much. I mean, granted, the reason that it closed is because of like. The, the the company itself, yeah, not they as could, if they were failing or anything. Right. They couldn't get like funding or something. Yeah. I guess whoever bought them out or took over was like, fuck that. I'm 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 done investing in that. Yeah. So apparently I think Publix and uh, Aldi bought some of the locations. Oh really? Yeah, I mean they're turning it into Publixes and Aldi's, but <laughs> they didn't buy the concept, <laughs> they bought the store. So Right, right, of course. Yeah. Um mm. but yeah, I don't know. It's still I mean, really funny. Yeah, it it does kind of suck. Cause I did I did like Lucky's, but I'm not gonna sit here and say I went all the time. Right. Anybody who has gone enjoyed it, but it's not as if everybody. Uh, that's how they did their weekly or biweekly shopping. No, because this shit is too expensive. Right. I went there to buy the stuff for that specialty carbonara. I did that one time. Right. I which it was good. So yeah, I mean, oh, it thank was, you. It was worth the purchase. I thought so. Um, and I went there every like maybe four months to get some bacon yeah, and some craft beer. And I think most people, that's how often they went. Yeah. Every, every, every couple of months. Yeah. That's not enough to, 
I mean, if I'm if I'm the investor, I'm like, fuck that shit. Right. I liked it, but I wouldn't go all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody likes it. Everybody who who they talked to was like, oh, I love that place. I mean, how often did you go? Well, I mean, ah, I mean not me personally, I mean, but I, I didn't go. I heard my friends went. I just like that it exists. I didn't go. Yeah, I didn't go. So whatever. Where do you do most of your food shopping? Uh, I, I mostly just do Publix. Mm-hmm. I mean, Max gets mad at me because he's like, we could just go to Walmart. <laughs> yeah, just, that's always the argument. I know he uh, he always says that you can save so much money. I know, and and like, I just and be I, with the heathens. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe I'm just caught up in brand names and branding and whatnot. But I just refuse to believe that Walmart and Publix are getting their meat from the same place, and Walmart is able to charge you, you know. Even fifty cents less. It's those rollback prices, baby. This shit doesn't make no sense to me. Maybe I'm just naive. Yeah. But I just, I just fail to see how that makes sense. I mean, for me, it's a, I, I too go to Publix more often than Walmart, and I mean, it's, it's I never go to Walmart. I used to go to Walmart when it was close by. <clears throat> That's what I think of Walmart. Okay. Uh, I used to go to Walmart when it was close by. I didn't mind it, but I mean. Publix is just a better store. Yeah. They have better quality stuff. And it may cost a little more, but shopping's a pleasure. Shopping's a fucking pleasure. Let's not even get into the bakery, you know? Like, it doesn't even make any sense. How pub subs, are you is. kidding me? Yeah. The deli? Their, their whole specialty section, their produce, deli, and bakery. Forget about it. Just head and shoulders above Walmart. Right. It's not even a competition. If you're going to buy, like... I don't know, rice and like frozen, I don't know, frozen chicken or something. Fish sticks. Publix, fine. Or Walmart, fine. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, there's a trust involved with Publix. Right. Right. So. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, are we, are we just dumb? Are we just paying for. But, but then we're paying for peace of mind, which is worth that as long as you can afford it. I guess. You know? I guess. I don't know. That's the way I see it. I feel I mean, you. I feel you. I, uh, one thing is I will go to Winn-Dixie to buy meat because it's cheaper, but I know it's good quality too. And why do you know that? Because they're the beef people, man. <laughs> they can't claim that without having some proof behind it. Yeah, I guess that's true. I've never been disappointed by meat from Winn-Dixie. Yeah. So. But how do we know, man? How do we know? I, I mean, know. when's the last time we went to like an actual butcher? And got like specialty meats. I I I mean the closest I've gotten is basically Cavallari's. Yeah, that's just, it's just like it. It's fun to do, but it's like it's you not can, realistic. You can't do that all the time. No, you can't. That's for like special date, special you know yeah. grill day. And, and you know, people don't even fucking they don't know they don't appreciate it. Yeah, they put some fucking hot dogs on the grill and then people wouldn't know the difference. But you know, yeah, that's true. That's true. You I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I've always, I want to get some like, <clears throat> some like uh, tomahawk steaks. Yeah. You know, just really. I'm telling you, we really got to do, do it before I, before I get out of here. We got to do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll All do right. It before we get out of here, for sure. Yeah, we'll do it. For sure. Sure. Yeah. We'll sure, do it. bud. Sure there, bud. No, we definitely will. Okay. <clears throat> we got, we got, uh, we got to do that. Um, I'm not cooking for anybody, like, 
because Max was talking about having like a blowout kind of yeah. party thing before. That's fine. We can do that. Yeah. But I ain't cooking for nobody. Right. That's too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I like the way I, I like to do a a grill or like a house party thing is like, all right, if you're the host, you can a grill and chill. A grill and chill, if you will. Grill and um, chill, if you will. I like if if you're the host of it, you know, sure, you provide the the main thing, but just one thing. Make make it the one thing. Yeah. The main dish is going to be burgers. You make the burgers. That's it. Everybody else brings everything else. That's reasonable. You know. Yeah, maybe maybe you get beer too. That's it. Yeah, just a starter pack, you know, and everybody else brings whatever else. Right, because it's too much. If, if but it, see, then you end up getting like eight bags of chips. Well, then you—that's when you have to. Okay, I'm talking about people you actually know, so then you can dictate. Like, look, you get this, you get that, you get that. Right, right. You can't do that with like just like a regular party. No, you know, no. Most people are like, I'll just bring the cups, dude. When people suggest that they're going to bring the cutlery, <laughs> it makes me unreasonably angry. I got some napkins, bro. Bro, the shit. When people used to do that at like my old job, when we'd have like a potluck or something, oh. and they'd be like, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, and there would be like a sign-up sheet that uh-huh. went around. Motherfucker would put his name down, and I got the cups and the knives and the napkins mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, we're going to eat those? Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> it's like, that, really? Yeah. Dude, like, just leave. Just leave. You don't get to go. You get to drop them off. (laughs) Like, you're telling me, you don't think working in an office somewhere that they're not going to provide that? You really think you have to assume the responsibility of making sure everyone has a a, a paper plate? You you know what? That person gets it probably at Walmart. Exactly. Those are Walmart shoppers. That's that's a Walmart shopper. One hundred percent. They're like they they already know how much they're gonna spend. Right. They see it in their head. They it's see the calculations like that gif of uh, fucking Zach Galifianakis or that <laughs> or that lady from whatever thing that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they see the numbers moving and they're like, well, I'm walk out of here spending two bucks. This is mm-hmm. this is gonna be easy, easy money. Yeah. That shit pisses me off. This is really and it, uh, and 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 like. To do it at like something that's not an office thing, like a friend's thing oh, yeah. or like a like a baby shower or something. It's like, yeah, I got I got this bag of chips and I you know, I got the napkins and, and the forks and it's like go fuck yourself. How about you try? Yeah. How about you just, just try? Just try a little bit. Something. You know, cause people people already they get away with, you know, I'll bring a cookie cake or like yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. bring chips and dip. And it's like, fine, that's annoying, but it's not like the end of the world. And right. you're bringing food. Right, right. So well, I'm not going to be mad at that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I understand a lot of people don't like cooking and that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. I get it. But there are things that you can bring that are better than chips and dip. Right. And also on top of that, if you don't want to bring a food product, at least bring alcohol. Yeah. That's something you that requires zero work. Dog, if no one brought knives forks plates cups if no one brought that shit we would be fine yeah houses have that stuff exactly think about it okay now somebody has to wash the dishes and that sucks that's annoying yeah but you know what's more annoying you showing up with a bag full of paper yeah and telling me here's my contribution Mm -hmm. no fill this up sir (laughs) i already have the cups so just put juice in it Mm -hmm. no no yeah. No. I agree. I, I agree. feel like anybody who sh- who does that, 
Anybody who shows up to this house with that, I'm just going to turn them around. Mm-hmm. So you go back to the store. Wrong house. <laughs> Wrong house. <laughs> exactly. So just bring, just go to Publix and grab some chicken. Yeah. Easy. Uh, yeah. Grab, grab, a, grab a little snack pack thing uh-huh. with, the chi- with the crackers and the pepperonis and mm-hmm, cheese and mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. A- anything. Anything Even else. a veggie platter. Even Something. a veggie platter. That's fine. That's that's good. Yeah. That's a good little snacky thing that mm-hmm. people like to walk by. And a little just bit of ranch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything nim, nim, else. Nim, nim, nim. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's relax a little bit. Yeah. All right. Let me. Let me. Mm. This is delicious. It is it's really good. Yeah. Like I can't. I yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk we will. About it. We will. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Fuck it. Let's get let's get somewhere. Let's get somewhere. Let's start it off. Let's start it off right, baby. Let's let's. I mean, you know, we're, we're already about almost twenty minutes in. <laughs> let's start it off right. Let's uh, let's get into a small little little, uh, little segment we like to call trailer trash. Trailer trash. That's right. We did trailer trash last week, but there was some shit. Uh, that we didn't get to talk about last week that we immediately remembered once we turned the fucking mics off. Yeah. And there was a trailer that dropped this week that we're very excited about. It's about to get very hipster in here. So open up the windows yeah. and let the funk out. Mm-hmm. Cause it's going to get very hip, yep. very hipster. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. just prepare mm-hmm. yourselves. Adam is putting his hair into a top knot. <laughs> it's, it's going there. Okay. Mm-hmm. First things first, we just watched, the new Wes Anderson trailer for his film, The French Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know, and you won't be surprised by the fact that, like, <clears throat> oh, geez, excuse me. Oh my God. Sorry. <clears throat> you could, <laughs> if you watch, you could watch this podcast and we could be playing all of his movies on a projector in the background. Mm-hmm. Like that's, we're fans. Yeah. Big, yeah, fans. big fans. Big fans. And so it was very exciting because the first thing I saw, I don't know if you saw the trailer first or if you saw the, I saw the poster first. I saw the poster first, yeah. So, so we saw the fo- the poster first on, on Twitter and I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like somebody's uh, uh, like artistic representation of mm-hmm. like Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's just like a drawing. It's like art. Yeah. And, and not only that, it's starring everybody, everybody, everybody you could possibly think of. Yeah. And you're like, OK, that can't be a real movie. Oh, because... but it is. <laughs> and, and, and it just has everyone in it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the basic plot, if you could call it that, is this guy, Bill Murray, uh, he starts like a newspaper or yeah. a, a, a basically a, a, a weekly mm-hmm. and fills it with the stories from different journalists and writers. Mm-hmm. And I guess what's going to be the movie, what the narrative is going to be is each one of those writers stories that yeah. are in, I guess, the French dispatch. and then, and then like, uh, how they uh, weave into each other, maybe? Yeah, they mm. weave into each other, and then they'll probably like weave in and out with like scenes of Bill Murray putting it together, editing it and stuff, mm. I guess. I don't know. Could be. We're just spitballing here, because yeah. all we got is the trailer. Trailer, yeah. Uh, but yeah, first reaction to it. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, it, I... Uh, yeah, I had, I had a... Uh, 
a real nerdgasm over it. <laughs> nerdgasm. Uh, I mean, it, just everything that Wes Anderson does is just so perfect and like uh, exact. Yeah. All, all of his frames look just it, like it, it's one of those. Uh, he's one of those guys that you can you can pause this movie at any point and it it could be like a a poster. Yeah. Um, and I I just love his entire his entire thing his entire vibe. Um, this looks. I get a lot of vibes of um, uh, uh what's it called? Um, not Darjeeling, but the other one, the Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. Yeah. Uh, with this one, Same. and that makes me happy because I that, that might be my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just really like his style, and it seems to be oozing out of this trailer. And on top of that, just the tons of incredible actors that are in it. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, it's incredible. How many? How many? Oh, man. And it looks like everyone's having a good time. Sorry. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what I wanted. <laughs> where's, where's that trailer going? I was trying try, try to get these, get these right. Just strove by again. You hear it? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I got to turn that one up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're, that, that's exactly, they're like, um, each frame is like uh is like a beautiful illustration. Yeah. You like get like when you watch um Fantastic Mr. Fox and you're like and I will. Yeah. And if like it's a movie that like it's so strange and yet it's like so perfectly a Wes Anderson movie and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like when you watch all of his, the rest of his movies you're like yeah this this makes perfect sense. Yeah. Do it. Now it's louder. There we go. Do it. <laughs> Thank I, you for testing this on the show. Sorry. <laughs> now is a good time for that. Well, I was trying to think about Hong Kong. Uh, <laughs> that's not. That was an accident. That was an accident. We'll get it right. We'll mm-hmm. get it right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So um, the cast, incredible. Yeah. The framing of it looks amazing. Yeah. It looks like there's gonna be more action. Than we've seen in a in a Wes Anderson movie yeah, in a maybe. while. Um, I uh, I don't know. I, I like I like his song choices too. Um, I I do really like that concept if that's what they're going with of having these multiple stories based on the expats that they're talking about. They're writers in France. Yeah. At the time, I like that idea. Um, even if they're not really interlinked, just having these like mini stories yeah that, that would be cool make too. a collective newspaper at the end like an anthology thing right i'd be down for that too did did, did you ever see isle of dogs no i didn't no, i did not either. i want to so sorry i guess we're not that we're not not big, that big of fans yeah big apparently yeah. i haven't seen that and i haven't seen bottle rocket those are the only two west Anderson movies really? i've seen yeah hmm. yeah yeah that was that's a good one yeah i've heard yeah just talking about it today really yeah with who my coworkers. I have friends other than you. you do know. you? I do. <laughs> I hang out with them sometimes. Yeah. 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 I'm sure, buddy. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. So all in all, I mean, we, you, you just, you can't, I mean, it's, it's, it's a West Anderson movie, but it, not only that, but it, it's just like, it's, it's two minutes of West Anderson 
even if it was just that, it's like, oh, that was cool. That was yeah. that was nice. That was fun. You can't mm-hmm. really. I mean, how can it be? How can that be trash? Yeah. How can it be trash? It can't be. It's not trash. Not trash. Not trash. And then the other bit of movie news. Oh, we were going to talk about it, and then we fucking forgot. <laughs> As we do. <laughs> um, the rumors have, at this point, been... Um, confirmed. Uh, confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed, confirmed. Sam Raimi. Of Evil taking, Dead fame. And Spider-Man. 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 And Drag Me to Hell. Uh-huh. And all, all his other classics is taking over for... The Doctor Strange sequel. Yeah. Which is pretty incredible. That's big news. Yeah, that's that's huge. <coughs> Honestly, I because the news coming out of it originally was that this is going to be the first Marvel horror movie. Yeah. Which with that framing, perfect choice. Yeah, but then they, they backpedaled back, out. Backpedaled it a little bit, but the choice of Sam Raimi as the director has me thinking... Maybe they think it's in better hands with him to be able to match that tone of horror and Marvel spectacle. What's I don't know if you saw this, but there was <laughs> there was a tweet. Somebody posted it. It was basically it was three articles put together, mm-hmm. and it was the first article was uh, the announcement that Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange Part Two is going to be the first Marvel horror. <laughs> I, movie. I saw what you're Recently. talking about. Yeah. Okay. So it was that. Then the next one was, I think it was Kevin Feige or, or someone, some mm. head, some big uh-huh. name was like, eh, not really. Right. And then the next frame was uh, the director departing due to creative differences, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh-huh. pretty fucking sad, but also hilarious. Yeah. Because you hate, I mean, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Especially if they bring in Sam Raimi and then it ends up being that. You know, it's kind of like when they, uh, when... I, 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 to this day, I don't know what creative differences Edgar Wright had. Yeah. Because the first Ant-Man movie is an Edgar Wright movie. Just not as good. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of course. I mean, but his vibe, is his it, style, is, yeah, it's, there. it's all over it. Yeah. It's like, it's like a guy, it's basically what it is, which is somebody else came in and finished what he was doing. Right. But they looked at the pieces that they had, and they were like, "I mean, we've got a movie. I don't know. Like, what else do you guys want me to do with this? I don't know. And maybe uh, who who even knows? Maybe it was like a maybe it's more of like a contract deal thing, where like yeah, he didn't want to sign on for a series or something. The, or... That's the, I can only think that it had to do something financially, or, or there a was commitment, some a time commitment or something. Maybe there was some kind of like connective tissue that they had to stick to in order to make it make sense within the MCU, and he didn't want to go with that route or something. Yeah. Could have been something as simple as that that maybe. was just like a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, but some the original s- director of uh, Doctor Strange, who was set to do the sequel, uh, his name's Scott Derrickson. He, he tweeted something that I'd, I was kind of taken aback by uh, once Sam Raimi was announced for it. Uh, and he was I, like, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> I'll see you in That's jail. Fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Get money. Get um, money. He said, and I quote, I've worked with Sam Raimi, uh, one of the nicest people I've known in I the film business, and as a director, a true living legend. What a great choice to take over Doctor Strange. That's cool of him to do. Yeah. <clears throat> so he got a lot of a lot of goodwill after that. Yeah. Because that's got to be tough. Yeah. I figure you worked for who knows how long on this thing. Yeah. 
Not to mention the time you spent on the first one developing it, mm-hmm. and now suddenly it's in somebody else's hands. Right. It's got to be like, you know, looking at your ex falling in love with somebody else and just being like, well, happy for you. Well, not just somebody else. I mean. Sam Raimi. With Sam, Sam Raimi. Yeah. He's watching your ex run away with Sam Raimi. Right. Just like. Rippling abs. <laughs> Huge pecs. Flowing hair. Just a beautiful man's man. Yeah. Oh, that's Sam right now, actually. Yeah, and he's calling and he wants to know. Let's see what. Hello? Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Just keep going and going and going. Sorry about that, folks. I thought. That would be a funny bit, and it wasn't a funny bit. They just cut the fucking thing off. (laughs) They didn't pick up, though. No, they didn't. We just sat there staring at each other very awkwardly. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's super fucking dope that he's taking over. And, uh, you know, it gives you a lot of, uh, gives you a lot of, uh, excuse me, a lot of confidence that Mm -hmm. the movie's going to be, I mean... It's Sam Raimi. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it, it is interesting that we're having Sam Raimi do another Marvel movie. Yeah. It is very interesting to bring him back in, him of all people. Right. With everything that's going on with Sony and with uh, Spider Man. Yeah. The Spindermans. The Spidermans. And then there's like the Easter egg that was in the, uh, the, uh, Far From Home? No, not Far From Home. Um, shut up! <laughs> Um, <laughs> the uh, the movie with uh, Jared Leto, man. His new movie. He's gonna be the the, the, oh, the yeah, vampire yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in, oh, in the Marvel vampire. What's his Morbius name? or something? Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a Spider Man on the wall that looks. That's it's pretty much Sam Raimi Spider Man. Yeah. Well, I heard people saying that that may just be because they are in like a legal gray area about which Spider Man they can actually show. Right. Or associate with. Um, Interesting. So they may have just done the safe bet and gone with... Raimi's. Old Raimi's. Old Raimi's. Old Raimi's Spider-Man. I mean, his Spider-Man design is... It's It's got to be the best, right? I mean, it's it's up there. One of, for sure. I can't... I mean... I like the new ones, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing. But they're also a little too future tech. Yeah. Just a little bit. I mean, it makes sense within the universe that they're yeah, in. Yeah, with Stark and all that. But it's just a, eh, it's just a little, little much mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But anybody who, I know we're kind of getting off a little <laughs> bit, but us getting in the weeds, what? <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I see, some, I see people who sometimes are like, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man, and the original trilogy is this. This fucking this. These people who go back and then try to pretend like bad movies aren't bad anymore because, yeah. I, I, I don't know, nostalgia or wanting to be different or whatever. I don't know. I, I the, This revisionist history? Yeah, it just, it's so fucking... Early 2000s movies that we enjoyed at the time, but in retrospect are really bad. Exactly. That yeah. and, and now we, we, you've got younger people going back and they're pretending like the shit's not... A disaster because they saw it when they were five. Yeah, like we we you know and they 
like we talked about uh, the the original trilogy, and I don't know how much we talked about that part of it, mm-hmm. the revisionist history of it, as much as we talked about just how bad the movies are for Spider Man or for no for for uh, Star Wars Star Wars yeah 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 like there's a guy on my Facebook who who I've been just because I don't want to engage with people on Facebook anymore uh, because Facebook's awful, but I I'll go on there sometimes and and he and and he's one of them he's like a grown man he's around our age yeah and he's and he he keeps bringing up like I mean the original trilogy is really not that bad and it's like or I'm sorry the 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 prequel, prequel trilogy yeah and it's like dude. Stop it! What, what are you? What are you trying to prove? Michael Jordan gif. This isn't. Stop it! <laughs> Stop. Get help. <laughs> exactly. Like you, it'd be one thing if you, uh, if you had your hands on a version of the movies that we couldn't get. Like if you had the Snyder cut and you were like, guys, seriously, it's amazing. It's good. Yeah. I can't show it to you, but it's amazing. Right. That's one thing. I can go back and watch those movies. Oh, we did. We went back and we watched <laughs> those movies. They're not good. No, they're not good. They're not good. And and that's again, when we re-reviewed those movies on this very show, what did I ask? If you're a fan of these movies, please report in. All right. Tell us why. Right. Genuinely. Right. We're not gonna dog you out. I'm just extremely curious yeah. as to what you see mm-hmm. that me and Marco do not. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd like to know. I'd like to genuinely know other than just saying it's not that bad. Yeah. Or I liked where they were going with this. Yeah. All of that That's is not good enough. Cop out. Why why? Why is this good to you? What tell me what intrigues you? What 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 makes this good? Yeah. And it's the same thing with the 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 Raimi um Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. The first one, it's good. It's a good movie. It's not like a masterpiece. Yeah. It's it's classic because of what it is mm-hmm. and when it was released. Time and place. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what and that, you know, that falls into the whole classic versus mm-hmm. flawless yeah, yeah. debate. I, for me, for me, I would say one is is solid. Yeah. I don't think one is good. I think one's solid. I think two's good. Mm. I like two better than one. I think two is really good. Three's trash. Three's awful. Yeah. And it's not it's it's been done to death how bad that movie is. Yeah. So there's no reason to sit here and and kick Harp a dead horse. Yeah. But when I sometimes you'll see people talk about it on like YouTube or something, and then you'll see in the comment section where people are like, "It's not that bad." And mm-hmm. it's like, "But it is, dog. Right. It is compared that bad. to what? <laughs> compared to anything? Right. Honestly, it's that bad." Yeah. What do you what are you saying that it's not that not that bad like you said compared to what and it's like you can't what do you, yeah the new ninja turtles movies like what what are you comparing it to Yeah it's that bad and it's not like we're not trying to meme it or like you know make a joke about it or whatever it's just it is what it is It's 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 so bad it's cliche to call it bad Exactly and I exactly. think that's that's exactly why people are saying it's not that bad and that's what pisses me off. Right. That people are going back and pretending like it's not that bad just so they can be the ones out here yeah, yeah. as if they're watching a movie that we didn't see. And you it's just like, you're not going to make me think it. that I didn't fucking see the same movie. Yeah. And I mean, that's what happened with the with the prequel trilogy. People yeah. got in my head and I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. 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 I will say, though, and again, just reiterating what I already said on the show when we were talking about the prequels. There is something that I missed in there 
earlier on in those prequels that I do appreciate more upon rewatch. And what's They're that? still really bad movies, but there is a certain charm that George Lucas brought to it. Oh, there's something. There's an X factor that I can't quite put my finger on that is missing from the new ones. That well, that well, I think that that's a self fulfilling prophecy, right? Because you only know that now mm-hmm. because in context, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't think. I mean, if we didn't have the sequel trilogies, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be. I don't think we would be watching the prequel trilogies and thinking, well, at least there's that George Lucas charm. Yeah, I think yeah. it's because it's missing from the new ones that we go well. They have that at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. You don't know what you got till it's gone. I think that's it. Mm. I think that's it. Yeah. So, circling it back around to Raimi, it's just gonna be fun to see what he does with it. I'm excited. Yeah. I am excited. Agreed. I'm gonna get some more beer for us. All right. Okay. I guess I'll just vamp. Vamp. I vamp. Vamp like Morbius. That's right. That's a trailer that we didn't talk about either. Oh, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. You think that was the one that we were thinking no. of? <laughs> and that, that's not the one. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that. Suffice to say, it's Leto, and he's Leto-ing all over the place. And then there's a sneak peek at the end of the trailer where he looks like the comic book version of Morbius. And I just don't really see myself going to see that fucking movie. I just can't imagine in what situation, unless I got dragged to it, that I would watch that movie. Yeah, that's um, not good. South, uh, lead singer of the uh, theme song, Ian Jacobson, he, uh, man, he really doesn't like Jared Leto, bro. <laughs> this shit is funny. Like how much he doesn't like Jared Leto. As an actor, as a singer, or as a man? All three. Mm. Oh shit! Almost knocked us over. Don't you dare! He is—he's uh, just not a fan. He's just not on board the Jared Leto uh, train mm. of, of the, the Jared Leto hype train, where like you know he won the Oscar and then it was like, because his whole argument is, and it's actually uh, it's actually one that makes sense. It's like how many movies, how many movies does he have really? Let uh, me think about it. How many good movies? Like he did Dallas Buyers Club, yeah, which obviously he won an Oscar for. Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream. Uh, he was pretty good in uh, Lord of War. I knew you were going to bring up Lord of War. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Well. Exactly. There's got to be other stuff. I don't think there is, man. I mean, he's good in um, uh, Blade Runner, but he's not what makes that movie. I mean, he's just kind of there. Yeah. I think true. anyone could have done that role. Just be kind of creepy and talk like really low. And, yeah. You yeah. know, anybody could have done that shit. I could have done that. I just did it. You did You did do I that. I just did it. He had a small role in Fight Club I forgot about. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, Didn't he, he get was, killed in that? He was an American Psycho. He gets killed in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Let's see. He was in Panic Room. He was? I guess I don't really remember. Panic uh, like mo- most of these are like bit parts. Yeah, you know? he was never. He wasn't really. I mean, I guess he was a leading man for a time, but he kind of went away for a little bit and was doing mostly like side parts. He did that one movie where he he got really fat to play the guy oh, who yeah. killed John Lennon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. like no one saw it. <laughs> yeah, 
It's just so funny. It's so funny to think about when actors do these transformations and then like the movie just bombs and you're like, man, you fucking lost like a hundred pounds to play that role. Chapter 27. Yeah. And it got a 32% on Metacritic (laughs) and an 18% Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Oh my God. He thought he was going to get an Oscar for that, dude. You know he did. Yeah. I want to hear, I talk about this a lot. It's like a, it's honestly like a big theme in my music. And I've talked about it on here before, actually, too. Mm-hmm. I I want to hear more actors stop pretending that they don't care about shit like that. Like like what? Like winning an Oscar. Mm. You know, or getting bad reviews. Getting bad reviews. Getting it's, good reviews. It's not about them, man. It's about the audience. Yeah, that's I'm, who we make the movie for. Yeah, and I'm sure they do. I'm sure that they, in it, one part of them really does just make the movie for the fans. But you have to believe that there is a part of them that makes these movies because they want, they, you know, they want to impress people. They don't, you don't go to school for, you know, 10 years. You don't study under these, you know, fucking European guys. You don't become a method actor. <laughs> And you, you, I mean, study you, under all those <laughs> European guys. You don't, you don't do all of that stuff, and then tell me that you don't care about the accolades at least a little bit. Like it, that, it, like it's annoying. I don't, I don't care who you're making it for. Sure, you want the fans to enjoy it, but if you're getting panned, that means less people are going to watch it. Probably. Right. So you got to care about that too. And dog, when your boss tells you. That you that your work isn't up to snuff. That kind of hurts. You've yeah. talked about it. Yeah. You're telling me that the world telling you that your project sucks doesn't hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sting. Well, the the experts who study film are telling you your film isn't very good. Yeah. I don't I don't care. I don't care if you think that they're pretentious or you didn't make the movie for them. That hurts a little Still bit. Still sucks. It's got It has to. And then, and then on the in the on the inverse, like don't sit here and tell me like an Oscar's not awesome. Yeah, of course. But the way that they act, I mean, I know that they have to be humble because there's like weak humans who see that and they go, you know, I don't I don't like a braggart. I don't yeah, I don't like yeah. people who you got to be humble. You mm-hmm. can't be arrogant. I get that. Yeah. But. I just once I just want Pacino to just be like all these Oscars it's awesome (laughs) I don't know what Pacino that was but I think it was spot on let me just say that it's pretty good Uh, Uh, well here's the thing I feel like they're just it's pretty obvious they're just saying that so they can protect themselves from feeling hurt you think they are actors yeah they act for a living so I think most of that is like, I don't really care about this, even though it does actually suck. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't care, none of them would show up to the Oscars. You know, no. none of them would accept their awards. None of them would cry when they got the award. None of them would be overwhelmed with emotion. I guess that's the only moment that you can truly see how awesome it is. Yeah. Is when they're up there accepting it. And let me just say this. Whenever black people win. Mm-hmm. They, sh- they, 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 they do exactly what I want is they show <laughs> that emotion. They're like, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. You know, Jamie Foxx, I, 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 you know how you go down a, a, a YouTube rabbit hole. Of course. One night, 
I watched one Oscar acceptance speech mm. and then one after the other. So I watched like <laughs> Robin Williams get the best supporting, Pacino, of course, uh, De Niro. <laughs> Did he say, oh, it was awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> um, who else? Jack Nicholson for a, a, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Tom Hanks, whatever. So when I got to, first of all, Holly Berry, when she wins her Oscar, she's, first of all, she's the First and only still mm-hmm. black actress to win Best Actress. Yeah. There's been a couple of that won Best Supporting. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, I think Octavia Spencer. Dream Girls, right? Jennifer yeah. Hudson got it for Dream Girls. Yeah. I think Octavia Spencer got it for... Um, uh, what was that movie with her and Viola Davis? Yeah, I know what you're talking the, about. The Help? The Help. The Help, yeah. I think she got it for that. Um uh, but yeah, so there are a couple of best supporting, but she's the only one to win uh, actress. Yeah. I remember. I remember when she won. And she goes up there and she fucking bawls her yeah. eyes out. Yep. And she's just overwhelmed with emotion because it's awesome. It's like it, this is historical thing and still it's 2020 and no one's been able to repeat. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx goes up there and he talks about like his grandma and... You know how she she used to give him an ass whooping and like uh, just just this so emotional and inspiring speech. Just like goddamn. And then you get these fucking guys like like Joaquin Phoenix. He just won. He goes up there and he babbles about like milk and like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like all right, man. I get it. You know you there's there's bigger things. You're than, weird. We get it. Right. It's like oh, it's your aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But like when Leo won, Leo went up there and, and what did he do? He, uh, pre- I appreciate this award and I appreciate... That was actually no joke for a second. That, that was, was pretty a good. solid... That was pretty good. That was, <laughs> I didn't that think was I pretty, had that in that me. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, was I'm not going to be able to repeat that, so no, I'm going to no. stop trying. Uh, but yeah, he goes up there and he talks about the fucking environment and stuff. And I, that's like his thing. I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But he's been nominated... Before that, he was nominated like six times, six or seven times, and mm-hmm. never won. Yeah. How do you not go up there and just be like, dude, this fucking rocks. This yeah. is awesome. He's thinking beyond himself. How about yeah. that? How about I don't do believe that? it. I don't believe it. I mean, he has to. I know because they tell you about like the after parties and shit where they go out and they fucking, they just have a fucking all out bang yeah. out time, oh, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I... I relate more to people who are honest about their abilities than to people who are um, fake humble about yeah. their abilities. Oh, you, I mean, you've, you've said that on the show before about athletes in particular. Yeah, big people, time. A lot of people don't like braggadocious uh, winners. But yeah, and they're my favorite. Yeah. I just, because I just want people to be honest. I'm, I'm tired of people coddling weak people. Losers. I mean, <laughs> it's just like... They only do it to make people feel better about themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know. It's just annoying to me. Yeah. And maybe that sounds harsh. I think if I heard somebody saying that, it is a little harsh. harsh. It is a little harsh. But I get what you're saying. It's like, it usually, why mute your own emotions for somebody else? That's that's what, thank you. That that right. that softens the blow a little bit. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah. why do I have to not be proud of myself and tell you how good I am because you're not as good as me. I busted my ass to get here. Mm -hmm. Why can't I talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like you have every right to. I think you do. Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously, you shouldn't do it in every single fucking interview. That (laughs) that that's a little great. I think there's a there's a thin line between celebrating yourself and rubbing it in people's faces. Right. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. There's a big difference there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Anyway, I don't know how we got here. But Jared, uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. That's right. That is how we got here. Fucking Jared, Jared, Jared Leto. Jared Leto let us here. Yeah. See. See. Nothing but bad comes from yeah. being a fan of Jared Leto. Even bringing him up gets us here. Mm. So yeah, he tried to do that. Got off fat. Didn't get an award. Lost all the weight back. Looks oh yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Lost the weight back. Lost, Lost the weight. that weight back. <laughs> it's the German in you. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, he went in the opposite direction, got all emaciated. See, that's what you do. You don't get fat. Yeah. Getting fat. Who's the last person that got fat and won an Oscar? You know? They don't get, you don't get fat. You get fat and then you get like accolades. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Like, uh, Christian Bale got fat for, uh, um, Hustle, 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 Hustle something. Uh, American Hustle? American Hustle, yeah. yeah. He got fat for that. Yep. He got fat for uh, when he played um, Dick Cheney. Right. Uh, but he didn't get any awards. No. But he got all the accolades when he got super emaciated. Yeah. Right? I, did he get any awards for that, though? He didn't get any awards, The no. Machinist? I don't... No, but he did win his supporting Oscar for The Fighter. And oh, he yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. a fucking meth head in yep, that movie. Yep, 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 Um. Uh, 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 De Niro, he won for Raging Bull. Right. He had to get in incredible shape and, for that. And get fat. And get fat, true, mm-hmm. true. He had a full-on transformation yeah. in that one. So I guess you can give him that one. But I think it's a combination of being fucking shredded, being mm-hmm. in boxer shape, and being fat in that movie, not yeah. just getting fat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, not to mention the entire film is incredible. Yes, of course. Of course. Every element of it works. Yeah. So... Um, Doesn't Tom hurt. Hanks won for Philadelphia, and yeah. he got super emaciated and weird for that one, mm-hmm. playing an AIDS patient. <laughs> emaciated and weird. <laughs> he just looks a la an AIDS patient. <laughs> he looks. I mean, he <laughs> he's got weird. Marco Duba thinks AIDS patients are weird. <laughs> he's he's got a Tom Hanks has a oddly shaped head and face. You know, You're not making this any better. I'm just saying that, like, no matter what he did... You're talking ill of America's sweetheart. He would just look weird. I love Tom Hanks. I wish that I knew him personally, just so that I could tell this tell this to him to his face. You got a weird head. Like, it's too, it's too long. He probably knows. And yeah, well, he, yeah, he looks at himself in the mirror and just like, I have to be really nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's a handsome man. <laughs> Come on. I'm not saying he's ugly. I'm definitely not saying he is a handsome man. I'm just saying um, <clears throat> I think that he couldn't be anything but a nice person. Mm. I mean, imagine. Based on his head shape? Ima- <laughs> based on his looks. Is that how you rate people? If he came at you. Uh-huh. I mean, come on, man. Tom Hanks coming at you. you are you going to be into, even if, like, actually, he is pretty intimidating in uh, Road to Perdition. Yeah. He does He does really well That's the that. one role I could think of that he, he seemed like. That's the only role he's ever played like that. That I can think of, yeah. He is, again, he's America's sweetheart. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else made like super weird. Because people always talk about the body transformations, but I think very rarely do you do do they win. 
Yeah. For the for you know what I'm saying? Like you you see people do it and it's awesome, but like very rarely do they win. Yeah, that's true. Gary Oldman won, right? Didn't he win for uh playing uh Winston Churchill? Uh yeah, Dark Sour. Yeah, he I, won. I'm pretty sure he won for that. But he wore a fat suit. Ah. He didn't he didn't get fat. Right. Although he did uh apparently smoke like uh, all the cigars. All of them. <laughs> to the point where he got sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um Gotta do it for the grand. But then again, you can get it sick off of one cigar if you're not doing it right. True. But whatever. He yeah. had he had the one and was like, this is too <laughs> one much. One and done, dude. One and done. <laughs> uh Brando won for Godfather. Yeah. Um but he didn't But get, he he was fat already. He was already so. he was getting fat for sure. Yeah. And he just kept going and going mm-hmm. and going. He's in he's in um one of one of the last roles that he has before he passed was a, a cameo in Michael Jackson's music video for uh, Rock My World. Mm-hmm. Literally, all he does is he's in a chair mm-hmm. and he's playing with his hat. And I think he's like, he like cuts a cigar at some point mm-hmm. and, uh, and then he just kind of spins around in the chair just so that you know it's Brando. Right. And then that's it. It's all he does. It's <laughs> all he does. Then they roll them off set. I don't even think... If I'm not mistaken, I've watched the video a lot, but mm. I'm pretty sure he doesn't even speak. I'm almost positive he doesn't even say anything in that. In that, that wouldn't video. surprise me. That Crazy. Surprise me at all. Crazy. Yeah, that's like that's what happened to Orson Welles too. Yeah, he got super fat. Just got really fat and started doing like, weird of, roles towards the end of the. Yeah, and then just kind of stopped altogether. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks. Thanks. <sighs> See, that's those. That's why those are the kind of guys you don't. Well, you don't look up to any of these dudes anymore because sooner or later some crazy shit's going to come out about <laughs> all of them. I mean, you can still look up to them. But... Nope, nope. Okay. No. I think it's I I think it's a bad idea to look up to any of them now. All right. They all... they Dude, Bill Cosby, man. Come on. Talk about him. I mean, just the upper echelon. The yeah. highest of the high. You, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. He was as close to godliness as you, as we thought we were gonna get. Once they they brought that tree down, well, not they. He brought himself down by being a piece of shit. Yeah, that was it. It was like I, there's no one else. I can't look up to any of these guys because something's gonna come out about them. Mm. I just don't. I just you know. I just don't want to. I would try to re- like rebuke that by saying certain names but i don't want to do that and just jinx it no do it because this will be a timestamp, and then we'll be able to go back i don't want to do that i really don't want to because they'll you know something it's gonna be something yeah. it's gonna be something mm. yep well <laughs> mr rogers cheers to, yeah mr well yeah i mean i guess you could say that mr rogers is yeah. bob ross mm-hmm I feel like he's been gone long enough that people would have come forward if I think so, yeah. something happened. I think those are good ones. Those are good ones. <clears throat> but I think um I think it's I think it's the idea of like revering somebody because of their talent, mm-hmm. but then that goes to the next level. Like when I was younger, these guys that I would look up to because of their talent became like like these like gods yeah yeah and it was solely based on how good they were at a thing right and then when when they did when something when they when when 
inevitably I found out that they were human beings, mm-hmm. it was like, oh man, how disappointing that you, 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 you cheated on your wife or like you, you, you some domestic violence case or, yeah. you know, so on and so forth. It's like, oh, that's right. They're human beings. They make mistakes and it, they're complicated. Mm-hmm. And, they're more than just their talent. Yeah. A lot of times there's a lot more beyond the talent that's really shitty, especially yeah. with artists in particular. Yeah. Athletes too, because their entire life is devoted to being really good at that one thing, and they a lot of times let the other stuff go by the wayside. Yeah. Or they've been given special treatment in their entire lives for being really good at that one thing, mm. and they feel like they own the world, and that doesn't last forever. Yeah. You know, like the shittiest people? Wrestlers. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know this, obviously, from firsthand. About to get your ass kicked. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just saying, every time you see some kind of documentary or, like, you know, backstage or behind the ropes or some yeah. some kind of documentary some or somebody. Dark history. Yeah, there's something. always, always some story about, like, how much of a piece of shit Shawn Michaels is mm-hmm. or, like, how shitty Triple H is or, like, all the legends used to be douchebags. Yeah. I mean... I've talked ad nauseum about fucking Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, fuck Hulk Hogan, by the way. Um, <laughs> so it, it always seems to be the, the, the wrestlers yeah. that, that have these dark, dark stories. I mean, you figure it, it has a lot to do with just the nature of, of what sports entertainment was for so long, too. You know, like yeah. it's these people who are outsiders generally, yeah, bodybuilders and stuff that are all jacked up on, on steroids. Basically carnies. Yeah, and then they're they're taking a beating every day. Yeah. And on top of that, they're doing blow every second they can. And they've got to stay in character all the time. Right. And they're not they they lose track of who they are. Yeah. Really as people over yeah. time. Like, you know, I hate to say it, but it makes sense in a way. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, now it's squeaky clean and everything is, you know, above the level, mm-hmm. but, you know, you figure Wrestling in the seventies? Are you kidding me? Right. Seventies, early eighties. Right. <sighs> Forget about it. Yeah, it's just like you said, just roids and blow. Yeah. And women. Violence. Violence. You're touring all the time. Yeah. Get no sleep. Never get a break. You're you're just a broken man, and the only thing keeping you together is the roids, the blow. Yeah. And the women. And the women. <laughs> and the roids and the blow don't help with the women. So. <laughs> You tend to get mad, probably. Man, what a life. A few times a night. What a fucking life. Yeah, it sounds rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I, I put I put this tag in here, and I'm hoping that it works, because I wanted to get into... It's a news drop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's a it's like a compilation of them. I'm gonna find a good one that okay. we can just use out of that. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Breaking news out of Oviedo. <laughs> um, this is a segment we call the Bruise. Read the news. <laughs> <laughs> Should end right there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I think the bit the the biggest thing you 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 were bringing up this story that has kind of been making the rounds in the ah, video game world. Yes, and it was about this developer. Um, you're gonna 
help me out here? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got, 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 got you, bud. I got you. So, this is something that, um, I mean, it's it's it. Politics right now is very divisive. Obviously, that's no. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Next time on stating the obvious, right? On the one beer in, um, and it's kind of it's seeping into everything. everything, right? And there's there uh, on Conan's podcast, he talks to um, Sarah Silverman. Yeah, and there's this moment where they talk about how comedians, a lot of comedians, are afraid to just be silly mm-hmm. and just be funny because they're like. Am I, am I wasting an opportunity to be in the moment? Mm-hmm. You know, to make those political jokes, to have yeah. to base, yeah, to make a statement. To everything's got to be a ball, a, a mic drop moment. Right. And there's a lot of comedians who are like, that's not my style. That's not my my stuff. Is just I just want to go up there and be funny. Yeah. And it's like uh, there's no and, room for goofiness anymore. And Sarah Silverman was like, it's a gift to be that. For your set to just be silliness and not be about politics yeah. and not be, you know, not everyone has to make a statement. But I don't know. It's hard to. Uh, no, sorry. It's kind of hard to get get past that. Uh, you know, you gonna find it for. <laughs> yeah. I just I just be talking. Yeah. I just be talking. Uh, but yeah, no. So the the big headline here, specifically with IGN, uh, they. I don't know if they broke the news, but they've definitely been the biggest name that's been pulled into this uh, this conversation. Um, their headline is, Epic Games Boss says all politics should be removed from game companies. All right, let's stop right there for a second. Okay. Because that headline, when you said that to me, I was like, err. Right. And that, be IGN... You're foul for that, yeah, IGN. That was wrong. <laughs> he did not say that. Actually, <laughs> he and, didn't say that at all. And they knew they knew that, obviously. And you you would think that at least a company like IGN would be I don't know savvy enough or, or respectful enough to not have a clickbaity ass. They're yeah. They're not. They're not the video game inquirer. They're right. they're better than that. Right. You or at think. least you would think. Right. right. They're the biggest name in in video game news. Yeah. And they went with a clickbait title. They right. really did. And it's 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 pretty disappointing. So hit us with the with the context, if you will. Okay. So uh, the Epic Games CEO and uh, founder, his name is Tim Sweeney. And he was at the Dice Summit, which is a summit for video game developers. And so he was uh, talking about a bunch of different things. But at the end of it, his statement was essentially that, you know, he he sees video games in the same context as like uh, a piece of literature, like To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, He said, you know, when that came out, it made a huge impact in in the world in general. And he wants video games to be able to do that same thing, but he feels that politics as far as uh, the internal workings of video game creation, development, uh, have no place. And it shouldn't be used as like a a marketing tool to sell a game. Right. So uh, he talked mostly, and you know, you look it up, you can read his quotes. I'm not going to go through all of his quotes because he said quite a bit. Um, but essentially, uh, his, his point seems to be that 
he doesn't think that it's healthy for video game developers to have these divisions in their teams based on political alignments. And it shouldn't be this divisive thing. There should be a separation of church and state between politics and the creative process, essentially. Yeah. Um, and also a, a separation between like making games, not making political games, but making games... Uh, selling games based on the politics of them, yeah, you know, and making making that the main selling point that this is a you know, this is a fuck you to Donald Trump. So here's this game. Here, check it out. Right, you know, it, it, that's I think that's how I interpreted what he said. Yeah. But the internet seems to believe differently, and I've seen a bunch of fuck you Tim Sweeney's, and you know, of course, video games belong in, or <laughs> of course, politics belong in video games. Look at Bioshock and. Uh, Metal Gear Solid and all these games that have to do with uh, politics. <clears throat> but I think that's just based off the headline. Yeah. You read that headline. I had the same reaction. I saw that headline. I said, what the fuck? Yeah. Of course, of course there should be politics in video games. It's it's one of the most important things that we deal with as human beings. It's politics. It's right. a, you know, that's, that's what dictates our world, essentially. And video games is one of the best mediums to get a point across. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, with with more context, it's like it, it it's still not the best statement because there was there's a piece in there where he's like ah you know now politics dictates which restaurant we go to and blah yeah, yeah. blah blah. It's like, look, man, I get what he's trying to say on some points. Yeah, but there is a moment where it's not it's not blue versus red. Mm-hmm. It's this company's morals don't match mine, and so right. I'm not going to put money in their pocket. Yeah, it has nothing to do with this is a Republican company and I'm a Democrat. Right. right I mean, right, right. like Chick Fil A is obvious, the obvious example, that's and probably ex- that's what, he what he was. It was 100 what he was talking right. about. He was alluding to it, yeah. and and something like that. It's like, no, dude, that's not that's not politics, right? That's a moral choice. But I will say maybe his point was that Chick-fil-A shouldn't get involved in politics. Absolutely. So therefore, because, uh, you know, I was, th- I was thinking about that too. And, and I was like, when, ha- th- did this always happen? Did we always have, like, <clears throat> did we hear that Arby's was, you know, against trans rights in the past? No, we never heard anything like that. So... I mean, maybe they were all along and we just didn't hear about it. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe, maybe his his thought was that they shouldn't be involved in any of that regardless. That way we don't have to think about that at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because like part of his point was businesses are just that. Businesses. They're they're uh they're a homogenous thing yeah. made up of all different peoples right. from all different walks the, of life. The purpose of the business is to do what the business does. Right. It's not about you know what politics you're you're voting for in that company. Right. It's it's about in video games making the best video game you can. Yeah, and the problem is when you have like in Chick Fil A's uh, instance, the the president or whatever, somebody who leads the company, come out and say like this is how we feel about things, and yeah. it's like, all right. You don't represent the individual thoughts of, say, the cashier at my local Chick-fil-A. Right. So I wouldn't go to Chick-fil-A 
and be angry at Sarah, who's running the cash register. Right. But the company itself, yeah. you are making a moral, you are, you are taking a moral stance for the mm-hmm. whole company. Yeah. As a figurehead. like that. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I think you have to, uh, you have to bear the consequences of that. And I think what this guy is saying, it's like exactly what you, what you said is like, they shouldn't get involved at all. I think, uh, <clears throat> I don't think companies should get involved. But I am always interested when they do yeah. to see where these companies land on mm-hmm. the political spectrum. Yeah, it's interesting to see. And it, again, it's a very weird thing because you're talking about essentially like a multi-celled organism that is going one way, even though all of those individual cells in this example don't necessarily agree with it. Right. You know, it's a strange, it's a strange thing to see. Right. Because it it, it gets messy. It's weird. Because you gotta you gotta think like. There's, <clears throat> I mean, there's innocent bystanders and stuff in when it comes to shit like this. Yeah. Well, and, and think about like franchisees who are like, what? The, shut, shut up. Right. Shut up. They're like, dude, <laughs> I, first of all, I don't think that. Yeah. Second of all, people aren't going to come to my goddamn restaurant because right. you wanted to open your big fat mouth. Well, that, that reminds me just of Papa John's. Right. You, you see that he was on H3H3? No, I, I saw that, but I haven't, I haven't listened to yeah. it yet. So, I mean... He rightfully so is very worried about the franchisees because of what has happened with him. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, I just I think about that, and it's like if if something like that were to go down, and you own a Papa John's, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, like I didn't do anything, right? But I'm gonna I'm gonna start losing business you because just gotta look at Papa like you fucked us, Papa. You fucked us, Papa. The fuck? And, and yeah, I mean, it's like that's completely out of your control, but it still affects you. To your bottom dollar. Yeah. You know, which just sucks. Any so, update on uh, how many pizzas he's had? Yes. I don't know if you've seen those headlines. No. But he clarified into what I thought he was saying, which is he's tried 40 pizzas in 30 days. Uh, he hasn't had the full 40 pizzas. <laughs> right. So it's 40 slices, basically. Essentially. A slice, slice or so. Yeah. Essentially. So what about the Instagram post where he's like, 50 pizzas, 30 days. 50 pizzas, 30 days. Papa John's. Uh, yeah, I think he's just tried them. I think that, that was okay. his his thing. Okay. They don't have 50 combinations. I don't know. They talk shit about the uh, the, the Papadia or whatever <laughs> they just came out with, too. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the, the like, quesadilla, sandwich thing? Uh, yeah, this quesadilla pizza thing. Yeah. They talk shit about that. That's like, really funny. It's great. I like Papa, like shitting on the company yeah yeah well i mean he's he's kind of alluded to we're talking about another podcast right now he's he kind of alluded to uh him potentially moving past papa john's at some point yeah that's Uh, good he should yeah he ain't i mean he's not gonna get his spot back no he's absolutely not not. like they're gonna put him back on the board he's still suing him so we'll see what happens with that but anyway i mean he's he he's a good example of a guy who should have just kept his fucking mouth shut yeah and instead you know, we just thought he could just, I don't know. Why, <laughs> I don't know why white people always think like, well, if I'm just telling a story, I can just drop the N word. Like, I don't, I don't understand what the problem he, is. Well, that's, that's the most baffling thing is like, he still seems to not get it. Yeah. He tells the story and he's like, you know, I, 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 I you know, I was telling, I was just saying it in, in a way like, I don't say that. And Ethan's like, but you said it, right? You, you said it. Yeah. When you were telling the thing, he goes, well, yeah, but I was saying it as something I never say. 
Except for then. But you actually, you said the word, you understand why people would be mad no matter the context that you actually said the word. You you know, you, you didn't have to say the word itself. You could have just said the N-word. The N-word right. as, instead of actually saying it. Right. And he's like, well, yeah, but I, I, didn't, I didn't say it. You yeah. know, I didn't say it like that. You know, so he, it's clear that he doesn't understand what he did wrong. Right. Because he's like, I'm not racist. I, I was saying it was such a positive call. I, I I wasn't saying it as a racist. I was just saying how unracist I am. <laughs> right. So. Which, all right, <clears throat> I will say this. I don't think, I mean, obviously, I don't think white people should be saying it. I mean, in the context of like a story, mm-hmm. I guess to get the point across but even then it's such a gray area where it's yeah. like how much how much do you need how much does this story need that word yeah so that we understand what you're trying to say my my stance on it even after hearing what he said was he shouldn't have said the word but point blank period he shouldn't have said it. even in the context of telling a story he shouldn't have said it there's no reason to right especially on a, a a corporate call. Right. Now, that's just bonkers. I mean, it was he, he keeps reiterating it's a private call. He didn't know he was being recorded. So somebody did him dirty and was recording it yeah. and used it against him. What? Why is anybody recording that anyway? Apparently, according to him, they were out to get him for a while at that point. And so they were looking for <laughs> any... retribution they, coming. <laughs> yes. They knew... That that was the topic of this call, at least one of the topics. Oh, so they were, they and were so they were they were laying was, in wait. Yeah, he was gonna say some crazy. And shit. so when he did, uh, some time passed, and, and they ended up firing the uh, the agency that that they employed, uh-huh. and the agency used it as blackmail uh-huh. to get more money out of them. Interesting. So that's a, a, according to Papa himself. What the story is. Okay, but all right, here's here's my thing with that. Um, why would they think that he was going to say something crazy mm-hmm. if he didn't have a history of saying crazy shit? Yeah. I mean, maybe... You know what I'm saying? Like, why but, would they think... Why would they just hope maybe mm-hmm. he says... Maybe he even says the N-word on this. Like, yeah. who knows, right? Or... Does he have a history of just saying bad shit stuff? And they're like, be. yo, Papa's going to say something. I'm going to get him Papa's on this Papa's going to pop off Papa's gonna on pop this cultural and I'm gonna, appreciation gonna call. And I'm going to get his ass, yeah. and then that'll be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Or or taking it to the nth degree, it's somebody who, oh, don't, like. Don't say nth in this conversation. <laughs> taking it to the nigga degree, <laughs> uh, it's a guy or gal. I don't even know who it was. I don't even know what the who the person was. Um, no, well, that's the thing. Nobody knows. Nobody knows who recorded it. Huh. So, well, somebody knows, but <laughs> somebody Papa knows. don't know. Papa don't know. Yeah. Uh, if they were like, if the, if they, you know, taking it to I guess the most liberal, most moral place. Yeah. They were blowing the whistle on him. They knew that he was doing this kind. Of, they like he does this shit all the time, and it was yeah. like, look, I'm getting tired of being on these conference calls where Papa John is dropping M word this, M word that. Yeah. He probably doesn't say that. I don't think so. I know. I don't think so. That's crazy. Dude, if he was was dropping them every time he was on a conference call, and this was the first time we heard about it. Somebody got it, it, yeah. No, but I definitely think that, I don't know. It's weird to me that somebody would, this would be the first time they were like, 
they just randomly got him. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's 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 a very strange, very strange story. Uh, anyway, back back to my my opinion on this entire thing. Right. He shouldn't have said the word. He right. shouldn't have said it. Right. There's so many ways of avoiding it. Right. However, I I like I just I don't think he said it in a racist environment. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that was the intention of what he was saying. I think he's oblivious. I think he's an idiot. I think he fucked up and he said it because he thought he could. Yeah. And he shouldn't have. And I think that people took that and used that as a clickbait thing to say Papa John's is a flaming racist. Yeah. You know? And it just blew up because of that. I I think the the problem with the problem with it being just that is the fact that maybe let's let's just say for argument's sake that there's not a racist bone in Papa John's body, mm-hmm. and he said it because he he truthfully was like I'm just relaying a story like how much I don't believe in that word and I know how much how offensive it is yada 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 let's give yeah. him all the benefit of the doubt right? right and he still says it on this conference call and people are offended and everything I mean is that the person that you want running your company mm. not from a moral standpoint from an intelligence standpoint right 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 how could he be so oblivious how could he be so out of the know mm-hmm. to not understand that that was a bad move. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he's he's in the he's in the pizza game. He's not in the <laughs> you know pizza game cultural game. He is the CEO and the founder of a billion dollar company. I think they said it was the fourth most popular pizza franchise in the world. I mean. That's a person who I think should be keeping their ear to the fucking streets just a little bit. A little bit. Just to know. But he is from Kentucky, I believe. Oh, so. so. You know. So he probably was dropping it. Probably. Yeah. He did say one weird thing that, I'm sorry if he's not from Kentucky, he's from somewhere around there, you know. Yeah, whatever. Somewhere they say the N-word a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, he. Donald Trump's Kentucky, which is met- Missouri. <laughs> yes um he did say a, a weird story which was you know i uh i don't you know if somebody at dinner i've had a time where you know somebody at dinner will say the word and i tell them hey don't say that word again or i'm going and they say it again you know i'll leave and <laughs> ethan's like how many dinners have you been to in which people have been saying the n-word and he's like well you know some guys you know they have a few drinks and they think it's funny or you know they get they think it's a joke and they have, they're having some fun and they drop it a few times but i'm not about that i don't like it at all that's and I was amazing like, that is amazing what? man just keep on just keep on telling on yourself man what not telling on yourself but just think about, about your the, company. Yeah, I mean, the people that you're around. <laughs> Who are you hanging out with? Right. Those are the kind of dinners you ha- you end up at. I just I just have a couple glasses of wine. And I start dropping the M bomb. Get, get, get a little vino at me. Yeah. And, you know, there's no telling what's coming out of my mouth. My goodness. Yeah. See, and that's you know. I think you know the company that you keep is a reflection on who you are. Yeah. It. De- I think it definitely is. I think if you if you're around people like that, I mean. Some part of you is okay with that, mm-hmm. you know. Better ingredients, better company. Papa John's. 
and he he should have he should have had he should have had the brains, man. He should have had the wherewithal. I just I just need from a strategy standpoint. I just yeah. don't want that kind of person as the head of the company. Yeah, it seems pretty boneheaded. Yeah, and it's just like whenever anything like this happens, it's like you can't. I wouldn't even look at it from a moral standpoint. It's just from a from a from a business standpoint. Yeah. It's like, dog, you got to be smarter than that. Well, it seems like Papa John's corporate pretty quickly cut that tie. Oh yeah. They said, ta-ta. Ta-ta there, TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then they brought in a black dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they look, they searched far and wide for the biggest black guy they mm-hmm. could find on the planet. Yeah. And they were like, Shaq, you're, you're the guy now. I'm the guy now. I'm the guy now. <sighs> Shaquille O'Neal. I like pizza. <laughs> he had, oh, man. There was an advertisement for, uh, for his little... Uh, his little Shaq's funhouse thing or whatever he was doing in Vegas. Mm, mm-hmm. And it was on a Q, uh, QR code um on the on the advertisement for the uh for the pizza sandwich or whatever the fuck that <laughs> the, thing is. The uh Papadia. Yeah. What what uh how come QR codes didn't take off? Because it was always too much trouble to have to take out your phone Take a picture, essentially. Yeah. To get to a place. Why did they, why did all these companies think that that was going to be like the next? Because it seemed like the next big thing. Yeah. It, it seems so easy to be able to generate a QR code and just have that be your link. Yeah. Instead of because ha- it's like, if you think about it strategically, having somebody just put their phone up to something and taking them to the place that you want them to go is better than having, uh, check out our link or check out our our website at www.blahblahblah.com because mm-hmm. then somebody has to go on their phone type it down hit right. enter and go but in practice most people would rather do that than take out their phone open the camera point it at the thing wait until it scans then hit the button that says go you know it it, it just ended up being it ended up not really working isn't that amazing though mm. because if you do a qr code now I don't know when's the last time you did one. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, shit, I wasn't on top of it. Damn uh, it. Uh-huh. Damn it, Adam. You can't make these references. It's been a while. Well, I'm not on the thing. Damn, I, I can't even fucking find it in here. It's been a while. Um, there it is. The, I did one for that Papa John's thing, uh-huh. and it took me to a video of of, of, of Shaq advertising his, uh, his, his party or whatever. Uh-huh. With the way that phones work now, if you're looking at the home screen of the iPhone, for instance, you yep. can literally just touch the camera. It's right there. Yep. Boom. You're already at your camera. Yeah. And then and then you flash it across the thing. Mm-hmm. Like that, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's so fast. It's way better now. And that, I think, is the funniest thing. Yeah. That that technology has now reached its zenith, basically. Yeah. It is at its fastest. Yeah, yeah, At its most um, um, useful. Yeah. And yet... No one gives mm-hmm. a fuck. You no one to, uses. Well, it's because you used to have to download a QR scanner. Exactly. App. You had to do the. You had to do step after step right, right, to right. even get the thing to fucking work. Yeah. Actually, you know what? The most recent QR code I've scanned is for a movie. I've got one of those, you know, Voodoo movie yes. uh, downloads. Yes. And instead of having to put in all the information for it, going through the, you know, the website, go to this website, put in the, your login, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. just scan the thing, and it worked. It worked like a dream. It yeah. Great. I loved it. I just, I just think it's so funny that, um, 
people would still rather, like you said, go to their fucking web browser, put right. www.soandso.com yeah. instead of a QR code. Yeah. And they're just so convenient now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it, it, I think it depends on the context. I think they're going to stick around for a little bit longer. You know, if you're if you're out in a, at an event, say we're at Bonnaroo, and you know somebody's offering a free download of their album, yeah, it's gonna be way easier for you just to be given a QR code. You scan the thing, you got the album right there. Huh. You know, like that's way easier than having to go to this place, put in this individual like download code, all that shit. If you're on the go, QR codes great. Great, you know, you just do that and you're good. Give me an idea. All right. Might have to start looking into QR codes. <laughs> <laughs> He's turned around on it, folks. <laughs> I like QR codes. Yeah. I think I think they're. I mean, they're a really cool thing in practice. Yeah. And well, I, in marketing, it's been a, a thing forever. It's it's been the the dream and the promise for a long time. But you know, like you said, it's just been this this thing that's just been ignored. Yeah. So I don't know. They, they'll probably stick around for a bit longer. I don't know. I I don't I don't know. I don't know why I felt like bringing that up. I just I've just I don't know. That's how my brain works anyway. I, I saw one, I scanned it, and then I started thinking, why don't more companies use this? Yeah. Because the way that, especially the iPhone, for instance, the way that it works with a lot of its pairing and stuff, mm-hmm. it uses the camera, and the camera is no longer just you know a thing to take pictures. Like it, 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 It's connected to everything. Yeah. So if you take a picture of something like... Uh, the way you pair your Apple Watch, for instance, mm-hmm. is you have to put the face of the Apple Watch to the camera, yeah. and then it pairs it. Yep. Um, I just got a new phone, and the way that I transferred the data from the old phone was literally putting the camera from the new phone on top of a glowing thing yeah, yeah. on the old phone, mm-hmm. and then it's it transferred like all too. the data. Yep. Right? Yeah. It's like magic. <laughs> it's like magic. Yeah. Well, it's just, I don't know. That's just fascinating to me that, you know... We're using it more and more, and then the one thing that you would think, like you said, from a marketing standpoint, all these companies were like, yeah, we'll, do, we'll put a fucking QR code on it, and people yeah. will do that, and they'll go straight to the our website, and it'll be amazing, and we'll get we'll drive all this traffic to our website, we'll get all these downloads and shit, mm-hmm. and then everyone just fucking were like, no, I'm not, I'm, mm-hmm. not, <laughs> I'm not taking a picture of that, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times it's because what you're offering after that QR code isn't very good, too. Ah, so if if it's That's something worth that part worth getting your phone out for, then you know maybe have different results. But if it's just if it's just to see a video of Shaq dancing, then it's like, all right, well I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I think that that's the biggest thing. I think that yeah. it's it's not worth it. Yeah. If I want to look up something, I'll do it. I'll just Google it, find what I'm looking for, and then yeah. be done with it. But your QR code, first of all, most of them are a mystery. Right. right? They're just like. Scan this see thing more. to see, yeah, and you're like, "Come on, dude, just tell me what it is." Yeah, if you told me it was a video of, or, or if if the QR code was like, "Scan for more information on Shaq's party," or or scan for footage of Shaq, whatever. Yeah, I know what I'm getting into, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I I want to take a peek at that." Yeah, I think that that's better than trying to trick people into doing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, because chances are, if you're not delivering anything incredible, people are going to be disappointed. Yeah. So. And I, and I think for me, I'm just a little spiteful about it. 
I don't like fine. being tricked into shit like that. It's fine. I see that QR code, and I'm like, just tell me what it is. I can't tell you. We want you to scan. So just tell I'm, me. I don't, I don't want to do it. All right. Well, I'm, I'm out of here. I don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna have this. I don't want to do this with you. I'm leaving. You know what I do want to do? What do you want to do? Review these beers with you. That's uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. So, I'm not even gonna try to. You know what? I am gonna try. Do to it. <clears throat> um. It's a Weizen Doppelbach. Weizen Doppelbach from the Brauhaus. Brauhaus? It's a Brauhaus Heigl. Heigl? Augsburg. 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 It's the Augustus. Augustus. Say, 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 say the part underneath Augustus. Uh, 18 Plato. Stop it, Stop. 18. 18. <laughs> 18. Plato Stamroots. Stamroots. Jesus Christ. Super authentic, I guess. Great. Um, it's a it's an imperial IPA or an imperial wheat ale. Wheat. Sorry, I'm a, a, a wheat oh, ale, not an wheat. Indian pale ale. It's an imperial wheat ale, eight percent. Um, what do you think, Obi? It's really fucking it's really good. good. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. Good. Yeah. Uh, it's smooth. Yep. Sweet. Um, you know, bitter, but not too bitter. Mm-hmm. Just, the, just perfectly balanced. Yeah. Like everything should be. All right. Mm-hmm. What do you give it? <laughs> Maybe the eight percent talking, but I think I'm, I think I'm gonna give it a five point five. Me too. I'm gonna give it a five point five. Wow. I, I, as soon as my lips touch the glass, I'm like, ooh, oh, that might be five point five right there. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. This is, this is really good. Yeah. Like, what a surprise. No exaggeration. Highest, highest of the year so far. I mean, yeah. the year's very young. Very young. But mm. I mean. Highest in a very long time. Hi, yeah, I don't think we've done a unanimous five and a half in a while. No. Um, yeah, this is this is really good. So if you can if you can find this in stores, well, obviously take a picture of it. You'll see it on, yeah. on Instagram, <laughs> you so you to. won't have to fucking <laughs> try to struggle through Our what we're doing. Butchered German. With. Yeah. Uh, but if you can find this in stores or you know at a nearest specialty shop, or mm-hmm. maybe you can get it online. I don't know. Yeah. Try to get your hands on it. It's delicious. So. A unanimous 5.5. Mm-hmm. You think we got it? I think we got it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have the last one of these after we're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. All right. This has been the One Bear Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Had to do it to him. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe. We're all podcasts are listened to and sold. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. That's right, we do.